All right, let's see if that works. Come on, come on, come on. Okay, <laughs> we got something. Okay, we're back. Good. That's good. Welcome back, everybody. Um, sorry about that. Had a, a few technical difficulties getting going. Hey, Candy, welcome back. Um, I tried the thing where you uh, pre-schedule the stream. Hey, Thomas, glad you made it back to this new one. Sorry about that, everyone. Um, man, I don't know how to do the pre-scheduled stream, so I'm going to have to schedule a test one and just play with it till I can figure it out because uh, I thought I had it all figured out. Everything was working well, and then uh, suddenly, uh, no, didn't want didn't to do it. So hopefully we didn't lose everybody. Glad... Glad you're here. Candy Thomas Viola, Turbo, Lumpy Dog, Chef Hannibal, the cannibal, I assume. Um, yeah, um, welcome. Glad you came back to the new stream. Sorry about that again, guys. <laughs> uh, the, the mysteries of YouTube. I'm still being inducted fully, so. Figuring it out as I go. So I'll do a test. Uh, I'll schedule a test stream at some point and just see if I can figure it out that way, because that was no fun, no fun at all. And it's something to do with the bit rate, like the bit rate that I had wasn't synced with YouTube. And so I, I synced it, but then it was too high resolution for the video to display clearly and all that. So anyway, anyway, <laughs> it'll change again when you figure it out. Yeah, <laughs> sure. Chef Hannibal, congrats on 100. Well, thanks. You, or, you know, it's funny. I uh, I checked it and it said I had 99 videos. So this stream, once I posted, will make 100. And I was all excited and announced it's 100 videos and all that. And then I went and I um, was doing some stuff, some maintenance, and I viewed it as a visitor and I saw, oh, shoot, there's only like 96 or 97 videos because there are 100 when I look at it, but a couple of them are private just because I haven't finished them yet. And so <laughs> I guess it's 100. <laughs> we'll call it 100. We'll, we'll just say yes. It's too late to back down now. <laughs> Peter, hey, welcome. Glad you're here. MJ, hey, welcome, MJ. Glad you're here. Little Rock, Peter calling in from Little Rock. Well, I have some cool stuff to talk about uh, today, but um, I'm going to wait till there's a couple more people in and then we'll go there. In the meantime, I want to hear about how everybody's breeding projects are doing. Um, so if you've bred any fish in the last couple of weeks since we last kind of reviewed how everything's coming along, um, let us know. I'd, I'd love to hear about it. Um, Thomas, I'm wondering how those those babies you got recently are doing. If you had any luck, if, if they hatched for you, if they're coming out for you and all that. Dank, hey, welcome. V-Stag, welcome. Hanger, hello all, congrats on 100, or maybe not, we'll let it slide. Yeah, I'm just gonna call it 100. It said 100, and uh, and then I didn't realize that it wasn't 100 for everyone, but we're going with it, yep. <laughs> Crypto, hey, welcome. Dank, my dart frog tadpoles are doing quite well. Oh, that's awesome. What species do you have? And in what color morph, if any? I love dart frogs. I've, I've never kept them. Um, I used to drool over this website called Brian's Tropicals, which is um, this dude turned his basement into a, a fish room, a lot of plecos and stuff. 
and a, a dart frog hatchery. And I used to go through and, and just kind of drool over them. They're so beautiful. By the way, if you're going to build a fish room, there's a lot of great ideas on that site. It's uh, Brian's Tropicals. Uh, let me see if it's still up. Brian's Tropicals. Uh, he documented how he built everything. Um, oh, I'm not seeing it up here anymore. Oh, maybe it's here. Weebly? Maybe this is it. Nope, that's different. Sorry, I don't know if it's still up. At some point, I'll, I'll look. Um, but it's a cool website if you can find it. Maybe it's called Brian's Basement. Can't remember. Anyway, that's awesome, Dink. Peter, I'm attempting to lip read. I'm on a conference call right now. How is this, Peter? If I talk big, does it help? <laughs> All right. HC Aqua. Koi guppies are breeding galore. Awesome. Yeah, that's great to hear. The guppies are so fun. I mean, when everything else is going wrong, the guppies are still usually going right. And that's why I like them. Because when you're trying to build more or breed more difficult stuff and do difficult projects, you've always got the guppies. You can count on them. Oh, and I finally checked out Twin Cities Guppies, uh, Ken Glee's website. And it looks like he's got some nice stuff on there. So anyone looking for some guppies, Ken's got some really cool stuff right now. Um, Q Aquatics, hey, welcome. Welcome, welcome. Dank. Dendra Bates, uh, what is that? Tinctorious Blue Azurus. Okay, there are the tads. I have a few other species. Yeah, cool. Awesome. I got to look that one up. Um, I can't remember if that's the one that is like powder blue all over or the one with all the designs in it. So I'm going to look um, real quick. and share this with everyone so everyone can see what Dank's breeding. Oh yeah, wow, cool. So everyone take a look at this. This is what Dank has tadpoles of. Aren't those awesome? <laughs> Check that out. Man, that is beautiful. Dart frogs, they're just, one day, one day. I'm, gonna, I'm already raising fruit flies. <laughs> I'm close. Um, Jeff Rose. What's up, fam? Hey, Jeff Rose. How you doing? I saw you're going tonight, so uh, we'll head over there when we're done here. It'll be a good time. Everyone's saying hi to Jeff Rose. Lumpy Doug, is there something about the website you want to talk about? I'm on it now and see things. There is. There is. So let's do that now, and then we'll come back. So let me show you the website. Here's what's going on. So um, here is the website. And what's going on is this massive sale right now because I'm trying, I'm trying to clear out the fish so that I can get this order in from Nigeria that I've been trying to get for five months now. Um, everything's all ready. Now I just need to make room in my fish room so I can order them and get them. So I put everything on sale. Let me show you. It's on sale like in a major way. So like 50% off most things. Um, angelfish were 10 bucks, now they're five. Applicylus block I was 12, now it's six. So everything is on sale. There's a lot of great deals here. Um, Corey's six pack used to be 45, now they're 30. You get the idea. So it's some really good prices. By the way, if you like 
flagfish. I have so many, so many that I've bred. Um, the same with the Nigra fasciata. Um, I have a whole bunch of juveniles that I've raised up, like lots. So I'm selling them by the six pack. But anyway, that's what's going on. Um, now, so, oh, here's the other thing on the store I need to show you. The other thing is now that the weather's warm, I can ship priority, which is cheaper. So for 25 bucks, I can ship you as many fish as you want, whether it's one fish or a thousand fish. But if you know that you live in an area where priority mail is going to take forever to get to you, you don't have good luck with priority, then there's this option. If you do this, then it'll upgrade it to express um, for an extra 20 bucks. So that takes it up to my normal rate, which I do in the winters, which is 45 bucks um, so that I can get them to you quicker because I don't want you to have a problem. So that's kind of what's going on now. What I'm hoping is there's, again, only if I have the fish you want and you can't get them locally and all that, but I'm hoping that um, with those low prices, I can clear out some tanks because I really want to get these fish in from Nigeria. Um, and the seller has been waiting very patiently and I can't make them wait too much longer. So almost everything's 50% off. If it's not 50% off, it's, it's a lot percent off. So in, in cheaper shipping throughout the summer. Unless it gets like beastly hot. If we get one of those massive heat waves, it'll go back up to express during the heat wave because high, high heat is just as bad as, is you know, low temperatures for fish. So yeah, so that's, that's what's going on. Now that is not the big like secret thing I've been working on. Uh, for those of you that have been following for a while, I'm working on a massive project, which I think is going to be awesome for everyone. It's, it's still not ready to talk about, but I just didn't want you to think that this was that. Um, this is just a sale, a sale to try to clear out tanks. Um, I'm still working on the other thing. Uh, I have a partner working on it with me because uh, he's got skills that I don't have and I have skills he doesn't have and things like that. And we got together last night and we went over in detail what still has to get done and how much time we think it'll take us. And we figured around a month, so make it two. <laughs> By the end of summer, um, but I don't know exactly when, but I'm still working on that. I'll tell you more about it when when it's done enough that I have something uh, useful and intriguing to show you. But so this isn't that. This is just a sale to try to um, try to clear out <laughs> some tanks. All right. So, uh, yeah. So thanks for bringing that up, Lumpy. Um, all right. So back to the chat, Thomas, I'm in here feeding right now. Corys are doing fine. I need to shift the diamond tetras next time. I was sick for a day and lost a few baby rams. Oh yeah. Well, I'm sorry to hear about that, but that's true. That's the challenge of raising fish uh, when they're little. It only takes a day, right? Yep. They, they got to eat a lot and they got to eat often and they have to have super clean water. And if you're sick, that can happen. So I'm, I'm sorry to hear you were sick, Thomas. I'm glad to hear you're doing better, though. Uh, I think you said that in the previous chat of the previous session <laughs> that we had to shut down. <laughs> All right. Um, Dane's got the spotted blue. OK, so back to the dart frogs. Yep. If anyone wants to see more dart frogs, check out Dank's channel. Um, Watley line is the powder blue version that's powderless. Okay, gotcha, gotcha. Yep, 
I don't know much about dark frogs. I've got some snakes. For those that don't know, I don't think I've talked about them, but I, I like colubrids, so I do raise a few snakes, but never done the uh, dart frog thing yet. Um, Patricia, hey, welcome. Glad to see you. Glad you're here, Patricia. Everyone's saying hi. Holy sale. Yeah, it's a big one. I'm, I'm honestly lowering the price to the point where I can get stuff out with hopefully not not losing a ton of money. I'm just trying to get them gone because um, I want these killifish really bad. Anyway, um, Viola hops a lot. What did you order and getting? Oh, okay. For the killifish, um, let me bring that up real quick. So here's what's on tap for the killifish order. This is going to take me just a second to find it. So bear with me for a moment. <laughs> bear with me. <laughs> Such a funny saying. Um, let's see if I can find it easily. Um, hang on. Check another spot here. Okay. Is this it? I think this might be it. Yeah. Okay. So here's what's coming in. Um, let me see. Is there a way I can show you this? Yes. I'm going to show you this. Um, so it's a big order. It's over 3,000 fish. Um, and I'm going to share my screen with you now so you can see it. Hang on. I'm trying to do it in such a way that I don't give away any of the seller's private information. He would not be happy if I did that or the, the collector. So just a moment here, getting it, working it, working it, figuring this out. Um, no. Okay. One more thing. Almost there. Almost there. Okay. Here they are. Okay. Figured it out. So here's what they are. So hopefully everyone can see that. Okay. Um, but it's these species, Aphiosimian, it's actually Australi. That's just a, a typo there. So the, the liar tail killifish, you often see them in a yellow morph or an orange morph. Um, and the one I'm getting is the, the wild type. We, we need some more, I, my feeling with that fish is it's been in the hobby so long and it's been inbred so long that I'd like to get some more wild uh, blood here so that we can start over and maybe uh, mix up the bloodlines a little bit to get to get some rejuvenized rejuvenated <laughs> genes in them so um that one then the uh bivitatum and i have locations for all these by the way but i don't have them on this sheet so you know we'll have to do it without locations at this time but aphiosimian uh colurum Aplocolichthys myersi, and then an Apoplates species. Um, he doesn't know the exact species on the Apoplates, but I've got a location, and based on the location, I think it's Grammi, but, um, but I'm not quite sure until it comes in what it's going to be. Um, Aplocylus macrothalmus, and then one of my favorite killifish, Procatopus similis. I've got to show this fish to you. Um, Procatopus similis is awesome. It's a lamp eye. 
And I forget the location, but um, it will be location specific. But anyway, it's these guys. They're fantastic. Um, and these pictures don't do justice at all. They're another fish that um, is highly metallic. And a lot of the color value comes from the sheen that they have on them. And the, the photos and the videos just don't pick that up very well. But this is a fish I, I used to have and I love and I can't wait to get back again. So Procatopus simulus, one of my favorite killifish. One you don't see very much, um, it's a lamp eye. So similar niche to like a rainbow fish would inhabit. And then um, some other stuff that isn't killifish. Um, this is an interesting tetra, Neolibius uh, and Sorgii. Another interesting tetra, uh, Nanocharax and Latifasciatus, I think is how you say that. Um, I think this one here is a ghost cat, if I remember right. And then there's a couple cichlids on here. Um, and then this last one is a, a, a large-ish tetra from Africa, um, the, the Lagopinus that you just never see anymore, ever. So that's what's, oh shoot, I'm not sharing. Sorry, I do that all the time. I'm sorry, guys. So here they are. Those are the fish that, that we were talking about. Um, so everything from a nice group of killifish to a few different tetras from Africa that you just never see, some catfish, and then a couple kinds of cichlids is what is coming in. Um, yeah, so I'm excited about it and I wanna get them in here. And so that's why I'm having this clearance sale because I've got this exporter ready to get them for me and, um, and send them to me. And I, <laughs> I'm just <laughs> not able to move on it yet because I have so many other fish in the fish room right now. Um, okay, let's get back to the chat. Let's see here. What did I miss? Okay, here we are. So that answers Viola's question about what are you getting in the order. Patricia, wow, I'm going to check out the sale. Please do. I need to clear these out. <laughs> Chef, Dan, would your tequila guppies do well with shrimp? Absolutely. Absolutely. You can keep them with shrimp. They will eat baby shrimp, but there's a lot of people in this hobby that uh, breed guppies and shrimp in the same tank without problems. The key is to have some cover in there if you're trying to raise babies. Um, and, and also for the adults when they're molting and stuff, they need to be able to get away because they're very vulnerable when they're molting. But if you have a little cover in there, if you have some plants, um, or if you want to get really, uh, synthetic about it, uh, like, uh, you know, breeding for profit type thing about it, you can get some metalla mat, the really coarse metalla mat and put it in there and the shrimp can crawl in there and things like that. But as long as they can get away and hide when they need to. I think you'll be fine. Um, yeah. Thomas, I need some more Aplicalis Dei, so I guess I'm out of time. Yeah, um, I still have some, Thomas, but I held them back for breeders. And I'm having a hard time breeding this batch. Um, I'm not sure why, but I'm not getting a lot of egg production. Um, I think they might like it a little warmer for egg production. I'm not sure. I'm not sure. But... Um, if you really need some, if you're, are you down to two females? Anyway, send me an email, Thomas, and I can, I can hook you up. I still have some, and I'm willing to hook you up with some if you need some. Um, I don't have enough to do that for everyone, though. 
but I'll do it for Thomas because uh, I sent him some and he he's had had uh, he needs some more. Let's put it that way. Um, secret projects. Yeah, I know. I know. I, I brought it up a while ago because we were like, oh, we're almost done. But it's the details, man. They're taking forever to finish. It's a pretty complex project. So I'll talk to you about it when I'm ready. Uh, <laughs> Patricia, Dan, do you ship in Arizona? We're in triple digit weather now. Um, I do ship to Arizona. It might be good if you're up there to go ahead and, and pay the extra shipping uh, for Priority Express, uh, Patricia, if you're up in the triple digits. I would highly suggest that for sure. Um, but I do have to say I've, I've shipped Priority for a long time. Um, it's how I, I mean, real long time. And usually they're okay. But if, if we know it's going to be a problem, then yeah, let's go with expedited shipping. Or I'm also willing to hold the order for a little bit if it's just a fluke, like it's a heat wave that'll be done in a few days or done in a week. Uh, Arizona <laughs> might be done next fall. <laughs> um, all right. Thomas, I'm always sick just a matter of degrees. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Uh, Peter Thiel, <laughs> hashtag fishmonger. Yeah, you know what? I haven't done that, Peter. I've got to do that. I'll start doing that in my videos and stuff. Hashtag fishmonger. <laughs> Peter Thiel, please like and share at Dan's Fish Live. Yes, please do. I would highly appreciate that. Uh, the more people, the merrier always in these things. Well, to a point. Eventually it gets so big, it's no fun. But yeah. Um, Lumpy Dog, Achilles are gaining popularity again in the Midwest. Well, as they should. Um, yeah, as they should. And I've, so I'm going to do a couple things in here. I'm going to accommodate more Achilles, but right behind me, there's going to be 120 gallon and hundred gallon below it, or maybe above it. I haven't figured it out exactly. Just so there's something behind me besides this, like really ugly, um, pillar here. This is an old chimney from an old coal furnace that used to be in this basement. And it goes all the way up to the ceiling and to tear it out would be just insane. Um, so I want something there besides that <laughs> for people to look at, but then in the back of that, I'm going to put a live food rack, but to the side, I'm going to put a couple of racks of like 10 gallon tanks. Um, cause that'll help with the breeding for some of these killifish. So I'm looking forward to getting more killies as well. All right. Um, Viola says, don't see them here. That must be when I forgot to share them. Um, sorry, I'm late. The party, late, the party can start now. <laughs> All right. Michael Trevino's in the house. <laughs> All right. Um, dang, Jeremy is mad at me cause I didn't hang out with him. Well, you should have <laughs> candy peacock gudgeon $6. Yeah. How many do you have? I don't have a ton. I've got like eight or 10, I think. Um, let me see how many I put on there. Let me scroll down, but yeah, it's a smoking deal. Um, looks like I have eight on there, which means I really have 10 in stock. I always keep a couple back because I tend to send extras, um, or I want to be able to replace things if I need to, if something goes wrong, but yep. Uh, eight to 10, but yeah, six bucks for those. That's like, that's like wholesale. Yeah. 
everyone's saying hi to Mike and Dink and Trevor and all that. Um, Dink, if you don't put pepper in your ketchup, you're not winning. I missed something there. <laughs> Janet, hi Dan, I want them. Yes, well, they're there. Come and get them. <laughs> Michael Trevino, WTF Plecos are cooler. Yes, Plecos are pretty cool. They're pretty cool. I don't know. If I could if I could only keep one kind of fish, though, it would be killifish. Uh, but that's probably, it has to do with nostalgia, a lot of this, right? It's like the first fish that I kept and had success with as a kid and really got into. It's what pulled me into the hobby, really, in a big way. And so I'm just going to love them for that, um, no matter what. Just like people that, a lot of people that are into guppies, it's like it was the first thing they had luck with. They went and they did other stuff, but then... If they could pick one, it's the guppies. But plecos are pretty cool. I don't know if they're cooler, though. I don't know. We could we could go on that. <laughs> we could have a little discussion, Michael. <laughs> Slash every other name in the world. Um, Viola, any fish or frog that is blue is gorgeous. Yep. I agree. Um, Patricia Sherrod. Thank you, Patricia. Thank you so much. Hangar, could you probably... You could probably talk for hours about it, but how do you... Go about finding collectors or wholesalers and putting in your overseas orders. Just curious. Yeah, so Hangar, it's a, it's mostly about network. It's mostly about knowing people that know people. The issue is this. There's a lot of suppliers out there. There's tons of them. The trick is figuring out who is reliable. Um, figuring out who's still going to be in business tomorrow, figuring out who knows how to uh, pack and ship fish so that when I land the fish over here, they're going to do well. So there's a lot of suppliers. The issue is finding the good ones. And that comes from network. That comes from talking um, with people that I have relationships with that um, own Transship companies or, or wholesale companies or have just been in the hobby a long, long time and have dealt with a lot of things and know what's going on on the back end. So it's really about the network. And in that way, if you talk to people you trust and you know, and they've been using a supplier for a while, um, then the odds are that you're going to have a good experience. So that's kind of how, how it works. Um, but it's also about this one was trickier. This one I had to kind of talk to some people, ask questions and kind of back channel it and find this person because they aren't necessarily, you know, over here actively seeking customers or anything like that. So, so that's step one is just trying to figure out who's reliable and who, who's honest and things like that. And then step two is the paperwork. And that's where it gets insane. Um, just getting the paperwork set up so that you can legally import the fish or getting relationships with transshippers so that you can transship the fish. Um, then the last thing is quantity. You're not going to be able to buy less than nine boxes, a dozen boxes of fish. So you have to be able to buy in quantity. And the reason for that is it's just not worth the exporter's time to do a bunch of small things. Uh, their business model just doesn't work that way. 
it's not because they're bad people. It's just the business model. But the other thing is the airlines um, give a discount once you reach a certain amount of cargo. If you don't reach that amount, then cargo is hugely expensive. If you do reach that amount, then it's more affordable. So that's a little bit about it. Um, if you have any follow-ups, uh, feel free to ask. There's there's some things about the industry I, I can't answer, and people would be upset if I gave certain information. But I can talk in general and tell you things if you have follow-up questions. Um, Dink, spend a thousand bucks on fish, they will call you. Yeah, it's it's more than a thousand, but yeah, yeah, spend some money, they'll call you. Mm-hmm. Yep, yeah, or a couple thousand. Yep, for sure. Thomas has two mails. Okay. Thomas, send me an email, dan at dancefish.com. Um, I, I've got some females. They're off the books, but I've got some. Just for fun family. Hey, Dan. Oh, yeah. So, um, LMK. What's LMK mean? My mind is blanking. What you thought of those quarries. So I think they're awesome. Um, I think they're beautiful. And I sent you a reply. I don't know if you saw it or not, but I'm wondering if they're Corridor's equus or a closely related species. Um, here, let me show you what I'm talking about. And the ones you sent me um, are babies, so they're a little different, but here's... Um, Here's what the equus looks like. So it's kind of got that orange and then the black flank, uh, like the ones you showed me. So I'm wondering if that's what they are or if there are species as closer in, in that family or in that group. Um, now I'll be the first to admit, I'm not a Corydoras expert. I, I'm, it's not like killifish where I spent years like sucking up every ounce of information I could. I like Corys. I know a bit about them, but I'm not like the super geek of Corys. So, um, there might be other people here that, that would be more qualified to ID those fish. Um, and I know there's some Facebook groups where like Ian Fuller and stuff hang out where you could, uh, and Seidel and things like that. I, I'm pretty sure I've seen them posting things. So there's some, some really uh, intense Corey Geek groups where they might be able to help you more. But that, that was my thought um, as to what those might be. All right. Dan at dancefish.com. Yep, that's the email. Thomas, bless you. Oh, I am. Well, thank you. <laughs> it's official now. There's there's a cross there. <laughs> yeah, let me know, Thomas. We'll we'll figure it out. Fish Hobby, greetings from Mexico City. Great live stream. Thanks. Well, bienvenidos. <laughs> Glad you're here. Uh, Lumpy Doug, insane good price on Roseline Barbs. Yeah. That's another one that's usually pretty expensive. And these have grown a lot since I got them. When I got them, they're like an inch, inch and a, inch and a quarter. Now they're, they're up there so in size. So normally those would be quite expensive. So, yep. Somebody buy these up. Don't have the tank space. Great chance to get a school of them. Yep. Candy, me neither lumpy until I move and get my 125 up. Yep. No room. <laughs> yep. That's the problem being a fish geek. You're always overflowing already, right? <laughs> maybe, maybe is Bob's got to get his fish room up. He can buy me out. We'll get steam fought here. 
<laughs> he can have all the Limia Niger Fasciata. <laughs> um, Janet says, paint it like fish tanks. All right. Oh, no. <laughs> Jeff Rose throwing down. Michael Trevino is more dank than dank tanks. Oh, man. That's fighting word, Jeff Rose. This could get ugly. <laughs> Fishing glass. On my mobile, but get to watch. Great. Glad you're here. Thanks for coming by. Thanks for coming by. Um, <laughs> Janet. Dan, the new shiny ones you have coming in. I like shiny. Yep. Cool. Cool. There's lots of shiny fish coming in, but the, those are the, uh, the Procatopus. Similis is the species. Procatopus is the genus. Awesome, awesome fish. Um, uh, lamp eye from Africa. And they get pretty big, uh, maybe two inches, maybe slightly smaller. So they're not like your little like Norman's lamp eyes and stuff. They get good size to them. Yeah. Bob Gnarly, again, one of my favorite handles. <laughs> I love your username, Bob. <laughs> Sup, Dan? How many Limia nigrofasciata should I start with in a 10-gallon? Um, uh, I need to ask you a follow-up, Bob, um, which is, are you planning on breeding them and keeping the babies? Are you trying to build a colony, or do you want to start with the full tank? So if you wanted to start with the full tank, depending on your water change schedule, um, ooh, I'm trying to... Maybe three, mm, I would say a group of like six or so to start maybe. It just depends on how often you change the water really. Um, you could get more in there if you keep the water clean, but if you don't do water changes very often, you might wanna do less. But you could, I think you could have a group of six in there. Um, I mean, I've got a ton in, in my tanks and they're doing fine, but I change water every day, so. It really depends on that. But if you're just trying to like, if you want to start small and then watch a colony breed, then I'd start with the trio. It's always better to get more females than males because otherwise the males tend to harass the females just so much because they're so uh, amorous, should we say. Yeah. So maybe start with three if you want to grow up the colony or six if you want to start with a pretty uh, decent amount in the tank already. I mean, they don't get huge. So those limias, so you can do, you can do some. If you have plants in there, then you know what might be best? Yeah, three to six. And then as they get, um, if you have some plants in there, like on the surface, they won't, in my experience, they aren't eating the young at all. I have water Sprite that floats on the top of the tank and the young just grow up in there with them. I separate them to grow them faster. But uh, right now there's a big batch of young in there that have been in there for a couple weeks and I haven't touched them. Um, and so maybe it's start with three to six and then as they breed out, they'll kind of get to, to where they, you'll know when you have too many in there and need to, to take them out. Yeah, I guess that's what I'd say. Um, all right. <laughs> I'm rereading Dank's comment. Lies. <laughs> it's pretty funny. Um, chef, Dan, placing order now. Did you say $9 shipping? Thanks. No, 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 no. <laughs> I hope it's not letting you ship for nine bucks. Jeez. Um, so I think that's a joke, but if not to clarify, 
Uh, it's $25 shipping for no matter how many fish you do, 25 bucks. So you can do one fish, it's 25 bucks. You could do a few hundred fish, it's still 25 bucks. Um, if you live in a super hot climate like Arizona in the triple digits right now, or something like that, or you live somewhere where you just know from experience that priority mail doesn't get there very well, like it takes four days or something normally, then uh, you might want to upgrade to the um, Priority Express option, which is what up till now this year I've done because it's been cold. So 45 bucks for as many fish as you can, as you want, or 25 bucks, just depends on what option you think is best. Um, by the way, I, I guarantee every fish I ship, no matter which method I use. So here's what happens. If, if the fish get to you and they're not in good shape, take a picture within an hour of delivery. I do require that because I, I don't want to be held accountable if they got delivered and then sat on someone's porch in the sun for three hours. I mean, that's just not fair. So within an hour, take a picture of the fish in the unopened bag, um, send it to me and I will refund you that fish plus whatever portion of the shipping that fish would be. So say you got, um, two fish and so that's $25 shipping. Let's say they were $10 each. So $20 for fish, $25 to ship them. And let's say one arrived in bad shape or arrived dead. Um, so then what would happen is you would send me a picture within an hour of delivery and I would refund you either. Um, I do two things. I would give you a credit for twice the value of the fish if you wanted, or I would refund you the value of the fish. So that's um, the $10 plus half the shipping because there were only two fish sent. If it was five fish, I would say in one died, I would send you one fifth of the shipping costs. So that's, that's for whatever method of shipping I choose or we use, whether it's priority or priority express. Okay. Um, just for fun, let me know. I think just for fun is asking, um, about those Corys. Peter, I'm actually listening now. All right, good. You're done lurking, huh? Jeff. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just for fun. No, they look completely different when adults. Oh, okay. Well, if you if you can, I know you're having trouble getting a picture of the adults, but if you can get a picture of the adults, send it over and maybe I can help you better. Um, so so they aren't Corridor's Equus then, it sounds like. Thomas, I was looking into transshipping. Um, it was crazy expensive. If I can't find them anywhere else, I'm going to have to do it. Yep. What is that one? Uh, that must be, is that a... I'm guessing that's some kind of cichlid that I don't know, but let me see. And I'm not even Crobia zinguensis. Oh, is that a pleco? Oh, no, it is a cichlid. Okay. So here's the fish that Thomas is trying to get. If you have it or know where he can get it, let him know. <laughs> All right. Help a brother out. All right. Um, Yeah. I mean, it is expensive because you have, yeah, it's, it just is. Uh, Hangar 77. Cool. I understand networking is key to many things. Just curious on what goes into it. Glad I know a friendly fishmonger. Yeah. Just for fun. I breed those from four different types and one was albino. I'll send. Oh, okay. Every pet store I showed said they've never seen them before. They're all purple body with an orange top. Yeah. I mean, they're gorgeous. 
the pictures you sent. Um, I'd love to see the parents, like what they look like when they grow up. That would be awesome. So you might have just, I mean, it sounds like what it is then probably is some kind of uh, several different species that were bred together to create this aquarium strain of quarries. So it would be a hybrid species of aquarium fish, like a flower horn or like a, a parrot, or, you know, things like that, a blood red parrot, things like that. So um, what you might have done, if you can get it to breed true, is just created an a industry brand of quarry. Yeah. Um, just for kind of no, no worries. No worries. I know about autocorrect. Michael's back. Jeff Rose lurking. Yep. Got to work in the fish room. That's how I usually do it. You often don't see me on uh, live chats because it's on in the background, but I'm, I'm lurking for sure. Dink. Oh, I wonder why. <laughs> so, uh, Steenfot, I don't know how far you are on your uh, fish room, but I'm blowing out a ton of fish on the website right now. So if you want those uh, limias, um, it's a good time right now. <laughs> Let's just say that. But last I saw, I think you were still working on stuff. So, um, all right. I lost the stream. There it is. Hey, Bob, love the Elf 184 video. Good job. I'll have to check that out. Dink, who's Steenfot? No one knows. No one knows who he really is or what his hair really looks like. It's, it's, a, it's a rumor. It's a mystery. No one knows. <laughs> all right. Just emailed you an adult. They were just asleep. Oh, so the color, okay. But at least you get the idea. They look totally different than what you showed me. Okay, cool. So, um, okay, cool. So let me show you the fish that he says it's okay to pull it up. So I'm going to pull up this fish that uh, just for fun is working on and share it with you guys. This is a, a strain of Cory that he's created. Um, Oh, okay. Wow, they do look way different. So here they are. So Nick, I wonder, Nick is just for fun for family. So if this is the, the stock that you developed the fish from, um, I'm assuming it's not set yet then, right? Um, don't know what these are. Maybe an albino Aeneas, not sure. Um, yeah, don't really know, but man, those babies you showed me sure are gorgeous. Um, all right. Uh, Nick, can I show him the pictures of the babies? Let me know if I can, I'd like to do that. Cause they're pretty awesome. Um, dink. Some folks watched the video that Bob did. Yep. Cool. All right. Sounds like lots of people were watching that one. I haven't seen it yet, but I'll look. Thomas. So I moved three um, SAEs into my 60 gallon with my flower horn. And aside from some initial chasing, they've been fine. I'm thinking about adding some more fish. What do rose line barbs top out at? They top out at about uh, four inches ish, maybe a little bigger. So three to five inches would be a safe thing to say, somewhere in that range. Four inches ish is what, what I say. Um, four and a half, five inches says candy. Yeah, cool. Um, the ones I have are in the 
two to three inch range right now. They've grown a lot since I had them. They're quick enough they could work. Um, if it doesn't though, it's gonna be an expensive experiment. Uh, flower horns just have a rap for being just vicious mofos, you know? So uh, yeah, I it's up to you. Um, I've definitely done rainbow fish as dither fish for lots of different kinds of cichlids, giant danios, things like that. So it could work. Flower horns, I mean, I don't know what kind you have. I don't know if it's male or female, but flower horn, that thing's going to get big enough that it will eventually be able to eat them for sure. Um, I'm, I'm pretty darn sure, unless it's a female of a small variety, maybe. Um, so I think in, in time, you'd have to separate them. Um, I think it's a little risky, Thomas, but again, rainbow fish, giant danios, uh, they work up to a certain size, right? And then, and then they get eaten. <laughs> it just depends on how big the fish is. So if it's a small flower horn, it might work temporarily, but, um, but I'd be, I'd be real careful and I would have a backup that if it didn't go well, I could get them out real quick. Um, Mike, did you get your tigers? Oh, so that reminds me. So I went fishing this weekend for the first time this season because the ice has finally lifted off our local lakes and rivers um, here in Wyoming. So I went and I saw my first tiger muskie. Man, that thing was awesome. Um, I was fishing on the shore and I was working a, I was going for bass. So I was working a popper at the surface and um, I looked down into my right and there was just this tiger muskie. He was only about two feet. He wasn't real big, but like six inches of that was just jaws and teeth. And at first I just saw his shadow and I was watching him. And eventually he kind of turned a little bit and I could see his sides and it was really clearly tiger striped. Um, it's such a beautiful fish. I never thought I would see one like that. They're so uh, reclusive, but I saw one just out, out on the lake. Um, yeah. So People had told me for years that there's tiger muskie in that lake. I never quite believed them because I never saw one get caught or anything, but now I believe it. Anyway, sorry, Dank, but that reminded me about when you said tigers, I, I thought of that. It was a cool sight, let me tell you. Um, Sergeant, hey, Dan. Always great seeing you streaming. All right, you too, Jeremy. Hey, how did the ALA go? Um, for everyone that went to the American Library Association, first of all, I'm jealous. I really wanted to go, but I had to work. Um, I have one last final to give this week and then I have to finish my grading and then I'm done for the summer. So stuff is, uh, <laughs> clicking into high gear here in the fish room. But, um, man, I was, I hate to miss that. I'm thinking of maybe trying to get to the American Killifish Association, um, convention, which by the way, I'm going to give a plug for. So this is the coolest convention ever the American Killifish Association's convention. These are the nicest people you will ever meet. They're the most generous people you will ever meet. They're some of the most knowledgeable people you'll ever meet. And they love it when other fish are interested, when other people are interested in killifish. It's like they want nothing more than for other people to get excited about killifish because they're so excited about it. So if you can get there, um, let me share it one more time. 
go to aka.org and it has all the information um, about it. But this is a great opportunity if you can make it. Um, and I did see where it was. Is it Minnesota or something like that? Um, I, I'd have to look. I don't remember where it is this year, but I did know it one time. I'm kind of looking to see how long it would take me to drive there. It's probably two, three days, and I'm trying to gauge what that would do with some other projects I have, but I might, I might try to make it. Um, no promises. It's just something I want to do. I haven't really dug in yet because I got to wait till the end of the week after finals and graduation, and then my time clears up. But it's a, it's a great thing if you can make it. Um, all right. Dink's got to go. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Dank, someone's mad at me. Well, there's a surprise, Dank. I wonder why that would be. <laughs> All right. Um, hang on. I lost the, the thread. Here we are. So <laughs> tell the wife hi for me, says Dank. Says Michael. Yeah. <laughs> now we know who's, who's mad at Dank. Petsotics or multiple aquariums. Hello, how's it going? It's going great. Glad you're here. Petsotics. You know, that sounds like a band. I mean, Pet Shop Boys is taken, but Petsotics. Yeah, that's clever. Dink. Oh, it was not the wife who's mad. Well, it will be. Just hang on a while, right? Jeff Rose. What's up at Petsotics? All right, everyone's saying hi and stuff. Having fun with the uh, Dink shenanigans. <laughs> All right. Jeff Rose, you will be wanted on my stream in a few, Dank. Yep. Yep. Just for fun. Yes, exactly what I did. You are correct. They have bred through four times. Okay, yeah. Cool. Um, yeah, I wonder how long it's going to take to fix that then. Uh, four times seems... Seems like it would probably take longer to fix a strain. And I don't know anyone else that's done this, by the way. I don't know anyone else that has um, tried to create a new strain of quarries. Um, unless it's like albinos or a hyphen variety. But it's always true to species. I don't know of anyone else that's tried to uh, perhaps hybridize in a new quarry. Um, I do know, uh, just for fun, be, be ready. Because there are people out there that hate hybrids and will hang you out to dry for doing that. I'm not going to do that. Um, uh, but just be ready. There's a lot of people that hate on hybrids. And then there's a lot of people that love them, the whole flower horn clan. But just be ready that if that is what's going on, um, you're going to have to put up with some stuff. Um, <clears throat> Dink, I will be there as long as Jeremy doesn't beat me up. All right. <laughs> well, there's no guarantees, right? <laughs> you mess with the sergeant. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to be cleaning the bathroom with a toothbrush. All right. Thomas has got to go. All right. Talk to you later. Um, and we'll talk about those uh, Apocylus Dei, those Killies, in a bit. Sergeant Tank, it went well, Candy. Glad it's over, though. A lot of work. Oh, yeah. Throwing a convention? That's an insane amount of work. So, Everyone, if you ever go to a fish club meeting, thank the people that organized it. If you go to a convention, thank the people that organized it. And don't be a pain in the butt. They're volunteers, right? They're doing this out of the goodness of their heart. There's something that, so here's my key 
to whiners about volunteers. So I volunteer at several things at different times and people will come up to me and complain and they'll have an idea that someone should do this. And I, here's my response every time and it works. I always look at them and I say, that's a great idea. As soon as you organize that, come let me know. And it just shuts them right up. That's my favorite thing to do about people who complain about a volunteer. <laughs> you should do this. We should. That's, that's true. You get on that. As soon as it's worked out, come back. Um, yep. All right. Dink, I think his hair looks like it's missing. Is that a reference to my hair? It's not missing. This is, this is, this is like the ultimate style statement. My dad always said, uh, God only made a few perfect heads. The rest he covered with hair. And that's been my mantra since I was 24 and it all fell out. <laughs> I blame college. <laughs> all right. All right. Looking for another comment here that has to do with fish. All right. Someone did a good thumbnail. That's good. That's important. I've still got it. I'm still never happy with mine, but there's only so much time in a day when you create a thumbnail for a video, right? Um, Michael, I've only ever caught one muskie in my whole life. Yeah, they're, they're an elusive fish for sure. They call it what the, the fish of a thousand casts. I think it's more than a thousand. <laughs> I can do a thousand in a day, way more than a thousand in a day. It takes longer than a day to catch a muskie. So, yep. Yep. All right. Lots of highs going around. Someone's in a coffin. <laughs> Apparently it's dank. ALA went well. Good, good, good. Um, 25 watching. Oh, they, well, there were. We offended them. There's 21 now. <laughs> Something happened. <laughs> uh, all right. Candy got up to 31 once this stream dink. Yeah, I mean, we're shaking the world, right? 31? Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> Jeremy's six other accounts don't count. Yeah. Well, Mile High, or whatever he's calling himself today, he's, he's the best for that, right? <laughs> All right. Well... <clears throat> Let's see. Petsotics, do you have a website? Why? I certainly do. Allow me to show it to you. Um, so, Petsotics, here's the website. And for a limited time only, I have a major sale going on. I'm trying to clear out a ton of fish to make room for a new order that I've been trying to get for a long time. Here's the fish store. There's Everything's majorly discounted. Like... 50% off a lot of stuff. Not everything, but the stuff that isn't 50% off is still a huge discount. So um, there's killifish here for half off. There's angels that are steel at five bucks for the size they are. All kinds of great deals. Uh, Corys that were 45 for six, now they're only 30. Um, this is an awesome deal. Corydor's Elegance. Uh, neat fish, don't find it all the time. 40 bucks for six. I mean, there's, there's some real stuff going on on the website. So yes, I have a website and I'm trying to clear out a ton of stuff right now to make room for an order. A bunch of killifish I'm getting from Africa, along with some cichlids and a few tetras in one catfish, just because I love ghost cats so much. So yes, it's dancefish.com. Um, check it out. If there's anything you like, 
Feel free to order up while the ordering's good, man. Or lady, I, I don't know. Don't want to presume. All right. Um, <laughs> Sergeant Tanks. Sorry on behalf of some trolls in the stream, Dan. Children's these days. Yeah, because Jeremy's always an adult, huh, Jeremy? <laughs> no problem. Hey, as long as everyone's having a good time, it's all good. It's all good. Um, getting a little trolly trolls. Candy, it dance, he does Dance Fish on Facebook. Yep, yep. So you can check me out on Facebook too or dancefish.com. Uh, All right, just for fun is out. Have a great night, everyone. Cool. Bye, Nick. Hope you have a good one. All right, so it's been a little over an hour. We've reached the bottom of the stream, which probably means that people have said what they want to say and asked the questions they want to ask. But um, if you have a comment you want to get out or a question that you need an answer to or anything, this is the time because in the next few minutes here, I'm going to shut her down. We can head over to Jeff Rose, um, who will do a live stream as soon as we shut down, I think. Or maybe he starts at nine. Jeff Rose, when are you starting tonight? I saw something about um, eight o'clock your time, which is nine my time. Or are you going to start uh, as soon as I'm done? Anyway, if he doesn't start as soon as I'm done, I know he'll start on the hour. So, yep. All right. So it looks like uh, everyone is probably said what they want to say. Chef is peace outing. Um, everyone's saying thanks and stuff. All right. So thanks for a great stream, folks. Again, one last plug for... Oh, yeah. I'll answer that in just one second, Lumpy Dog. Uh, I want to do another plug for the... American Killifish Association um, for their annual convention. It's always a great time. I've been to lots of American Killifish Association events and events of their affiliate clubs. They do it right. There'll be tons of fish there that you will never see anywhere else and won't be able to get hardly any other way. Um, and a lot of information. I know some of the speakers are gonna be talking about their collecting trips to Africa, collecting trips to South America. They'll have a lot of pictures of the habitats, a lot of information about what it's like for the fish in nature that really helps when you're trying to set up a new species or crack the code for a species that's been troublesome. So yeah, get there. So Lumpy Dog, will Limia perugia eat plants? To about the same extent as guppies or platies eat plants. So um, a little bit, but not too much. I keep water sprite with mine. Water sprite's a pretty delicate plant. Uh, the leaves aren't real tough or anything and they do just fine. So uh, they aren't vicious on them, but they'll nip at them a little bit. They do eat algae, which is nice. So they, they keep the, the algae load fairly low, most types of algae anyway. So yeah, so they're fine with plants. They might be a little nippy. I haven't tried them with like really fine leaf stem plants or anything like that. So I, I have them with uh, Java fern, Java moss, which are pretty indestructible. And then water sprite, which is easy to eat if you want to eat a plant, but they're not eating them. So, all right, let's see if there's any other questions. Looks like we're getting a lot of, a lot of goodbyes. So um, I'm going to shut her down. Good night, everyone. Thanks for coming. I'll see you at seven o'clock mountain time next Wednesday, a week from now. And I'll be putting out another video a Monday or Tuesday of next week. And uh, I've got a couple cool ideas for that. So hope you stay tuned. Um, again, Jeff Rose is going to be going live either right now or on the hour. So I'll see you there.
All right. Thanks again.